It's the football, 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 and sometimes other sports show. Here's your host, AJ Nicoletti. What up? FFFSOSS.com. At FFFSOSS, Twitter, Twitch.tv slash AJNick3. Hopefully you had a fun, enjoyable Super Bowl party, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, your party had great food, a good atmosphere, no no sports ball people there. Um, if there are Taylor Swift fans, that's great, but the game comes first, and then we can focus on Taylor. Now, uh, hopefully everybody had a great Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, you enjoyed it because, listen, we have been, and I did this segment, I think, last year, or maybe two years ago, looking back at it. We've had a lot of good Super Bowls in this run. Um, only a couple eh, games, really. And for a little bit there in the second half, I got a little worried. But then we had a fantastic finish, the overtime, and the Kansas City Chiefs come out on top over the San Francisco 49ers in Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. So we will talk about in the kickoff that the Chiefs are officially a dynasty. So that will be the kickoff Chiefs dynasty talk into a Super Bowl 58 recap with the stats and storylines. A weekend soccer recap, a look ahead to Champions League round of 16 first legs. Champions League is back this Tuesday and Wednesday with four... Uh, two fixtures on each day there, Tuesday, Wednesday. So four round of 16 first legs. And I think the next ones are next week as well. All right. That, college basketball, some golf, and more at the end of the program. So Chiefs, Dynasty Talk, in the kickoff, Super Bowl 58 recap, weekend soccer recap, look at the Champions League, round of 16 first legs, some college basketball, some golf, and more at the end of the program. All right. Kick it off. Chiefs are a Dynasty. I know that word gets thrown around a lot, especially after a team wins one because, oh, the team's so young, they're under contract. Like, they can come out of the West or the AFC or the West or whatever, you know, the conference. Or it's official now. The Chiefs, fourth title overall. They are the seventh franchise to accomplish that. Patriots have six. Steelers have six, Niners have five, Cowboys have five, Packers have four, the G-Men have four, and those are the only seven franchises with four or more Lombardi trophies. And you could say, well, four titles is, yeah, that joins some elite company, but how is it a dynasty? Well, they're the ninth overall organization go back-to-back, and it's the first time it's been done in 19 years. The Patriots 03-04 last Franchise to go back-to-back in the Super Bowl, and it's also their third title in five years. And they went to another Super Bowl. Uh, They got killed by Brady, but they still went to that Super Bowl. So in five years, they're 3-1 and in the Super Bowl. So third title, five years, back-to-back, the last two, fourth overall, Chiefs, Dynasty, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, the... Um, stars of the team, you know, McDuffie, Sneed on that back end, uh, Gay and Bolton, Karloftis, 
Wide receivers, I mean, Miko Harmon came back and made <laughs> game-winning touchdown. Valdez Scanling had an up-and-down season and made plays. Offensive line was a little banged up, made plays. Pacheco fumbles the ball, still makes some plays in the second half. Uh, McKinnon came back from injury. So, so many Kansas City Chiefs had an imprint on this game. And a lot of them had imprints on the three, the two other wins for this Chiefs organization. And it's another double-digit comeback for Reed, Mahomes, Kelsey, and company. Just like the first two in this run. This, that, 58 Super Bowls, right? There have been seven double-digit comebacks. Mahomes and the Chiefs have three of them. Think about that. More about Mahomes in a second. But Andy Reid, he joins a very short list of coaches who have won three Super Bowls. Belichick, Chuck Knoll, Bill Walsh, Joe Gibbs. I mean, that's special. Those are the greats of the greats in the NFL. You know, obviously there's some guys that have only won one or, or the guys that even won two have not gotten to three. And there's a lot of great coaches out there. But this, for Andy Reid, I mean, a guy who perennially got to the big game and would lose it, whether that was the title game in the NFC or then he gets to the Super Bowl and they, and they, and they lose that one as well. And he goes to Kansas City. They start to win divisions. They start to get into important postseason games. And then he gets this guy, Patrick Mahomes, and now he's won Super Bowls. So, Belichick, Noel, Walsh, Gibbs, Reed now. That's that's some company there, for sure. Back to Mahomes. 28 years old, folks. Fourth starting quarterback to win three Super Bowls. Brady, Montana, Bradshaw, Aikman. He's the second youngest of that group. To do it. He's also the three-time MVP winner now. Tied with the Hall of Famer Joe Montana. For the second most Super Bowl MVPs. Trailing only Tom. Who has five of course. Come on Tom. And then also more Brady Montana Mahomes stuff. This Super Bowl win marked the 15th postseason victory of Mahomes' career. Which is the third most ever. Trailing Brady who has 35. And Montana who has 16. So. If he wins two games next year, he passes Montana for second. And how about the Chiefs in Vegas? 5-0 and in that building now after they've beaten the Las Vegas Raiders four times since the building has opened. So some of the accolades for this Chief dynasty, and they check a lot of the boxes of a dynasty. Uh, a lot of the same players, sure. Same quarterback, same coach, sure. Um... Back-to-back, back. yes. Three in five years or three in four years, yes. Um, big, big moments in these Super Bowls and these championship games. Uh, the runs they've been on after winning some tight games in the AFC. The Super Bowl comebacks that they've had to have against San Francisco in the first game, against Philadelphia last year, and now against San Francisco again on Sunday night. They have come from behind in these three Reed Mahomes Super Bowls. And it's almost like taken for granted. You know, there was a point where the Niners had the ball with 540 to go, and it gets to the two-minute warning in that third down where Spags dials up the blitz, and they force it out of Purdy's hand hot. It's an incompletion. You're like, oh, Mahomes is getting the ball back. You know? But, like, 
there's a moment there where you're thinking, is Mahomes not going to get the ball back? Is his defense, this defense that's been so big, not going to get him to stop, right? So, listen, we'll dive more, in the, dive more into it in the recap, of course, but this is more about the storyline outside of the game itself because the Chiefs have started to do what we might have thought was undoable again, right? The Patriots, the fact that they had two iterations of that dynasty is insane, let alone one, right? But you hadn't seen that quote-unquote dynasty. Yes, the Packers had won one and got to one in the late 90s. Yes, the Broncos went back-to-back, but they never got that third in that run. Um, The Giants are too far apart to be a dynasty, right? I don't think that's fair, and I don't think Giants fans would say they're a dynasty. I don't think they would say they are. Um, But it was the Patriots, and when Brady left New England, a lot of people said, okay, that's it for the dynasties. It'll never happen again. Well, here it is, and it's Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid in Kansas City. And all Mahomes does is make plays. And we talked about it last week in the preview. His legs are a gigantic weapon in these big games, in these big downs, in these big situations. Third down, you always got to look for it. And then even uh, in some moments earlier in the game where he just had to take off and run. Like, I, he was outstanding. I thought the Chiefs as a whole, even though they were behind the sticks, down in distance a ton in this game. And I want to just salute the defenses before we even get into the breakdown because the amount of negative plays and times both offenses were behind the sticks early in the game and even throughout the um, second half for some some points until the scoring started late in the third quarter into the fourth quarter. I thought defenses did an excellent job, but the Chiefs specifically staying in the game. Give them credit. Chiefs dynasty. I mean, look at the numbers. Look at who Andy Reid joins in the coaching realm. Look at who Mahomes continues to build his legacy around the greats with the things he's doing. He's joining them in conversations that we didn't think. And honestly, like, I thought Mahomes had unbelievable ability, right? Maybe he wins a ring, maybe he wins two. But to now get to three, and we're already, you know, it's not disrespectful to Tom because Mahomes is that gifted as a thrower, of the football to start that conversation. Now, it can easily be shut down because it should be. Tom has seven rings, and I don't think Mahomes is getting there, but if he does, oh, my God, imagine. But point being, the conversation is getting easier to have. It used to be um, heinous to even think someone would be better than Tom, and I didn't think it would be somebody better than Tom. But this Mahomes guy, let me tell you something. If he keeps winning... The, the plays he makes are outstanding. He's an outstanding football player. All right, let's recap it. Chiefs win it 25-22, Super Bowl 58 in overtime over the San Francisco 49ers in Las Vegas. It was the Niners' ball first. Purdy to use check for 18, then Purdy on the angle route to McCaffrey out of the backfield for 11 across midfield. McCaffrey then runs for a gain of 11, but then they give it to McCaffrey And he fumbles. Chiefs recover. Negative run on first down for the Chiefs. 
Opening possession, they're faced with a third and 12. Mahomes to McKinnon for eight, so Kansas City punts. Niners drive gets started with the Purdy to Ayuk on a deep end. That was for 18. Negative play on the next first down, a full start, and then a hold on Trent Williams. Both set up a second and 27. They get eight back. That sets up third and 19. Purdy to Samuel for 12. Full start on the punt formation, so they eventually get the punt away after failing to convert that third down. Chiefs finally get their first first down on a Pacheco run of 10. Mahomes then gets sacked. Third and 14, Mahomes gets away from another sack, but only gets four on the scramble, so another thousand punt. McCaffrey runs for a first down to start the drive for the Niners. Third and nine, Purdy to Conley for 18 on the deep uh, flag route. Yeah, outside breaker. And then Purdy is McLeod for 19 on the near sideline in between there and the numbers. McCaffrey, negative run, end of the first quarter, so that zero total points in the first quarter marked the 10th time in Super Bowl history that neither team scored in the opening quarter. Third and 14, Start of the second, Purdy incomplete, deep shot. Good play by McDuffie in the end zone first. Debo to knock the ball away. Moody from 55 in a Super Bowl record at the time. Good. Niners up three to nothing. Chiefs third and one. Rice runs for the conversion, the wide receiver. He fumbles. Watson recovers, so it remains Chiefs ball. Heads up play by Watson there. Mahomes then rolls out to the left, flips his hips back to the other side of the field and uncorks one to Mikko Hardman for 52 yards down to the Niner nine. So goal to go for Kansas City. And just like that, when they've done nothing, they're inside the 10-yard line. But Pacheco fumbles. Niners recover, so the Chiefs' scoring opportunity ends with nothing. Purdy scrambles. He gets a horse collar call. Third and nine. Purdy sacks, so Wisniewski punts again for the Niners. Mahomes, a grounding call on first down, puts the Chiefs behind the sticks again. Third and 16, Mahomes scrambles well short of the line to gain another punt for Kansas City and Townsend. Purdy to Debo, over the middle for 12 in the first down. That gets the drive going. McCaffrey runs for a first down. Then an unnecessary roughness flag on a Mitchell run that went nowhere. Flag on Snead, that's another first down. That set up uh, first down outside the 20-yard line, I believe at the 21 and then they didn't get anything on first down. Second down trick play. Purdy throws it to Jennings behind the line of scrimmage. Throwback play to McCaffrey after the deep ball was not there. McCaffrey has blockers, dashes up the far sideline, into the end zone, untouched. Niners, 10-0. Chiefs finally get something going. Pacheco runs for a first down. Third and four. Eventually becomes third and nine after a false start. Then Mahomes on the run. He hits Watson for 21 in the conversion. Then a third and two. Mahomes to Rice for six. Then Mahomes back to Rice, this time for 11 on the catch and run. Another third down. This time third and five. Mahomes avoids a sack but then gets sacked. So sets up a Bucker field goal. Chiefs on the board, 10-3. Niners take it into the half. So Chiefs ball coming out of the halftime after the Usher show. Mahomes and Pacheco mishandle the first toss play. Uh, first play on the toss, sorry, of the second half. Third and 12, Mahomes picked off. He rolled out to the right, kind of airmailed the receiver, and then since he airmailed the first guy, it was underthrown to the second guy. Two guys in the same area, never really a good thing on offense. So it's an interception. Niners first possession of the third quarter. Incompletion, false start, incompletion. Third and 15, Purdy scrambles for four, so three and out after the interception. Chiefs get nine on Mahomes to Kelsey connection, but third and one, Pacheco stuffed. 
Chiefs backed up in their own end. They punt again. Another negative play to start a Niners drive. That's third and 11. Purdy incomplete on deep sideline shots on the Niners punt. Mahomes to Kelsey for 11. Third and four, Mahomes pumps, scrambles for the conversion. Then he takes off and runs for 22 in a big game. Third and eight, Mahomes to Hardman for two. So it's fourth and six. Butker from 57. It's good. There's your new Super Bowl record. Jake Moody had it for, what, a quarter? Barely. San Francisco lead trimmed to 10 to 6. Niners, another three and out, a run for no gain, and two incompletions on the third and 10 there. Third and two for Kansas City. Mahomes incomplete. So they punt. It hits a Niner gunner. Chiefs recover at the Niner 16. So just quickly about this play. Um, I understand some people don't like the rule. I think it's a rule for people who love the game because special teams are really important, and you got to communicate on special teams. If you're the returner, if you're the gunner, you have to communicate. You have to listen to your teammate called Peter, and if you don't listen and it hits you, that's on you. You deserve to, if the ball hits you, you deserve to have it be a live ball because you were not playing smart football. You know, And I understand there's other rules that protect. Listen, there's only so many rules that the defense and special teams can have for themselves. You know what I mean? The offense has a million rules. Can we have a couple for defense and special teams? I, I understand people are upset about the rule. Um, like, if it, like, hits you accidentally, it shouldn't be a live ball. But if you go to play it and you hit it deliberate, maybe you could have a conversation. But that's not the rule right now. If it hits you, it's a live ball. And I get it. One play later, Mahomes of Alice Scanling in the back of the end zone there. Touchdown. Chiefs in front, so people complaining about the rule, I get it. But it's 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 a good it's a good rule in my opinion. Kansas City 13-10 ahead on that touchdown. Third and five. Purdy to Jennings on the out. Catch and run for 17 in the conversion. Then a use check run on second and short for another first down. Purdy to Ayuk on another deep in, this time for 20 in the first down. Purdy misses Debo in the end zone. Third and two, McCaffrey knocked backwards for a loss of one. Fourth and three at the Kansas City 15. They elect to go for it. Purdy to Kittle for four and the conversion. Purdy to Jennings on the slant. Breaks two tackles into the end zone for the touchdown. Niners lead 16-13. Extra point pending, and it's blocked. So the lead does not go to four. It stays at three. Remember that. Mahomes to Kelsey for 16. Third and 10, Mahomes to Kelsey for 13. Mahomes to Watson for 25. Pacheco runs for a first down. That set up goal to go. Pacheco for one. Mahomes incomplete. Third and goal. Mahomes sacked. They settle for the short bucker field goal that ties it at 16. So 546 left to play at this point. First play of possession. Purdy to Jennings up the seam for 23. Then McCaffrey had a run for a first down. And they take the clock all the way to the two-minute warning. Third and five at the Kansas City 35. Spags brings the blitz. Purdy incomplete on the quick throw. Set up a long, moody field goal from 53. He buries it. Niners back in front, 19-16. 1-53 and two timeouts left for Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. He hits Kelsey for nine. He scrambles for a first down. Then Mahomes to Gray for 12. Clock running. Third and two, Mahomes screens to McKinnon for seven and the conversion. Then third and seven, Mahomes to Kelsey on the crosser. Kelsey breaks away from the coverage. He gets 22, knocked out of bounds. 10 seconds left. Low slap. Mahomes handles it. He throws it to Kelsey in the end zone. Incomplete. 
So a few seconds taken off there on first down. So they elect to trot Butker out there to kick it on second down. He makes it 19 up. Purdy kneels it to go to overtime. So the new playoff rules in overtime state that both teams will possess the ball. The time is almost irrelevant in the sense that it almost happened where if Kansas City's possession is still going on with the quarter change, the quarter just changed, they go to the other end, and they keep playing kind of a thing. You know, the ref said we're starting a new game. Bill Vatteridge said we're starting a new game, basically. Um, so the opening team, or whichever team gets the ball first, if they score a touchdown, the other team can still possess the ball. Um, and if they score a touchdown, we play on. If they don't score a touchdown, that first team wins. If the first team scores a field goal and the other team scores a touchdown, second team wins kind of a thing, okay? Pretty simple, right? So we go to overtime. Coin toss. Niners win it and take the ball. Questionable. More on that after we give the stats third down red zone, turnover special teams, and we talk sudden change after the recap. Okay. So a false start on second down makes it third and 13 eventually. Purdy nearly fumbles, correctly ruled incomplete, but a holding flag in the secondary gives the Niners a first down. Now, here's – I'm not going to gripe about it. It's a hold. Refs are a little active early in the game and then kind of let them play. And then on a third down in overtime, you make that call. Now, watching it back, sure, I agree with the call. But I can understand Kansas City maybe having a gripe. I can understand the Niner fans even being like, oh, you make that call with Bosa's being held. We need a Bosa call, right? So I can get it from either side there. It is a holding uh, foul for sure. So I guess good call. Fine. So Niners first down there. Then third and two, Purdy to Ayuk on the slant. Purdy then in trouble, flips it to McCaffrey. That's a chunk play at the sideline. A holding on the Niners then backs them up. So the call comes back, right? Purdy to use check for 13 of the Kansas City 15. Third and four, Chris Jones bursts up the middle, forced Purdy to throw hot again, throw incomplete. A Jake Moody field goal makes it 22-19. So the Chiefs, third and one, Pacheco gets stuffed. So here's the Super Bowl right here, fourth and one, and Kelsey goes in motion, comes back towards the formation for Mahomes, and they run a little read option to the left. And Mahomes takes off, and if the guy comes up on him, he'll throw it to Kelsey for the easy conversion. If the guy stays with Kelsey, he'll run, and that's what he did. He runs for the conversion on the fourth down read option. The keeper all the way, it seemed like. So a first down. Then a completion on that first down to Valdez Scantling. Could have been a nice little play of a few yards to get going uh, on that uh, series. However, he ran backwards, and he gets tackled for a loss. So eventually they get to third and six. Niners blitz, but Mahomes hits Rice on the shallow crosser for the chunk play. And the conversion there. They get a bad spot on a Kelsey play. So it's third and one. Mahomes scrambles up the middle to, for 13 yards into the red zone. Then Mahomes to Kelsey middle screen. That set up goal to go. And then Mahomes rolls out on the move. The throw. Miko Harmon in the end zone. Touchdown. Kansas City Chiefs. They win. The Super Bowl, 25-22 in overtime. And, folks, I know maybe early in the game or in that first half or even into the third quarter, you're like, oh, this game isn't great. That game woke up and came alive. And I thought we had another really, really good game. And 
The Mahomes Super Bowls, I know the Brady one he gets blown out in. I don't think that's on him at all. If you look at that offensive line, it was just like a um, a makeshift off-the-street offensive line. They had so many injuries, so many issues. So I don't necessarily blame him. But the first Niner Super Bowl with the Chiefs was a good one. The It came last year against the Eagles. I know it's anticlimactic really with the field goal kind of a thing, but it's still a kick to win the game. And this year, going overtime, he w- he leads them from behind to tie the game a couple times there and then wins the game in overtime. I mean, that's that's outstanding, folks. I mean, that's outstanding. High-level football from an all-time great at only 28 years old. And I'm very comfortable in saying that because of his ability. And he's already um, worked out the intangibles of finding – the difficult path of winning and not only doing that, but doing it again and now a third time. So, you know, that gets to rarefied air. You know, not a lot of people win at all. Even less win twice and even less of those guys win three times, right? So, you know, you get into that rarefied air. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. All right, let's go to the numbers. Third down, Kansas City, not terrible on third down. Nine of 19, I'd say a lot of the conversions coming in that second half there. Uh, they struggled early in the first half, and then one of one on fourth down, the fourth down conversion with the Mahomes read option in the fourth in the overtime. San Francisco abysmal on third down. Kansas City defense did a great job on third down getting off the field. Twelve opportunities. Niners only had three conversions on third down. So many punts. They did convert a fourth down, one of one as well. But Chief defense, excellent job on third down, keeping their team in the game. Red zone. Chiefs had six trips. They got two touchdowns, three field goals, and then the one Pacheco fumble. Niners, two trips, one touchdown, one field goal. The turnovers, it was two apiece. Pacheco fumbles, and then when the home, Mahomes pick in the third quarter, and then the McCaffrey fumble early, and then the punt that hit the Niner gunner. Special teams, Mooney made three kicks, two long, 50-plus, but he had the blocked extra point. Kansas City, no uh, missed kicks. And then you had the Kansas City punt hit the San Francisco gunner, as I just said before. Sun chains, both first-half turnovers led to no points. Uh, the Niners fumbled the punt to the Mahomes touchdown one play later. You had Moody make a go-ahead kick, but answers it to force OT. Moody makes another go-ahead kick, and Mahomes touchdown pass wins it. The second Super Bowl, of course, going to overtime, joining Patriots, Falcons, and Super Bowl 51 in Houston. Mahomes took over the fourth quarter in overtime, 16 for 22 in that stretch, including 8 for 8 in the overtime, 154 in the fourth quarter in overtime yards, the game-winning touchdown, and then 59 of his 66 rushing yards came in the second half as well, that gain of 22, the big one. Kelsey had a big second half. Chiefs defense did a great job making it hard for the Niners even though they had some success with McCaffrey in the run game. And I thought McCaffrey had a great game. I thought Purdy had a pretty good game. I'm not going to knock those guys. I'll get to the Niners in a second. Um, But just the Chiefs quickly here. Mahomes took over. Kelsey was excellent. And defensively, they did a really, really good job of, I thought, forcing Brock Purdy to beat them, and he didn't. And I'm not trying to knock Brock Purdy. Like, it's not Brock Purdy's job to win the Super Bowl when it comes to him outdueling Mahomes. Like, that's not how they would win this game. Like, they, they had to win their game, you know, the way they had to play it. So, I don't know. I For me, I'm not going to knock that guy. I'll get to him in a second. But 
you got to give Mahomes so much credit. And Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Niners, unfortunately, let the Chiefs hang around. And they fell short again. Uh, another blown lead. If you want to look at it double digit, it's a first half double digit lead. If you want to look at it as a second half lead, you can look at it as a second half lead as well. Depending on how you look at it, it is a blown lead nonetheless. And Shanahan doesn't defer in overtime. He's got a quote here. This is something we talked about, you know, that none of us have a ton of experience with. We went through all the analytics and talked with those guys, and we just thought it would be better if we had the ball third. If both teams matched and scored, we wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go in and win. We got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold them to at least a field goal. And then if we did that, we thought it was in our hands after that. So I I get his point of having the ball third, right? Sure. I get what he's saying, that if you do match and you get that second field goal or first field goal after two touchdowns, game over, you win. Sure, absolutely. However, the points against that, when you take the ball first, you don't know what you need. So if you only score the field goal, you can always lose that game. And that's what happened. And also, like Kansas City was able to on their first possession, really that first series, third and one, fourth and one, they're able to use fourth down. When you take the ball first, you really can't use fourth down. Because then if you don't convert, you get a field goal kicked against you and you look like an absolute clown, okay? So I get the idea of having the ball third, but you got to worry about the first two possessions before you even get to a third possession. There wasn't a third possession. I'm sorry. You have to cross that bridge when you get there. That's why I disagree with the rationale of, of not deferring. You don't know what you need, and you can't use fourth down. And sure, if both teams match, would you want the ball next? Absolutely. Makes sense. However, you didn't get to get the ball a second time. There was no third possession, right? You lost. So, I don't know. And I'm not knocking Purdy. Down 13-10, he took the team in. Twice in tie games, he drove the team for field goals that put them ahead. McCaffrey, 80 rushing, 80 receiving, making him the first player in Super Bowl history to finish with at least 75-plus in each of those categories. Jennings had a big game, the throwing touchdown, the receiving touchdown. I thought Ayuk played pretty big in his opportunities. I thought Debo had a couple opportunities, and, and Purdy missed him a couple times. Fine, if you want to like blame him, I, I don't think that's fair. I think it goes to Shanahan. They're having good success running the football, and at points, they were just like, let's throw it. And I get it. Sometimes you want to throw to set up the run, but you have Christian McCaffrey, and you have a really dynamic running game, and you have a great offensive line, and you got to, at some point, just run the football if that's what's got you there. Like, you cannot expect Brock Purdy to outduel Mahomes, and it seems like Kyle Shanahan asked Brock Purdy to outduel Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl. And I don't think that's fair to that kid. Now you can say, well, he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. What's fair, what's not fair? Fine. You don't get my point then. But I don't think you can sit there and be like, okay, here's how we win the game. Our guy outduels their guy. No, that can't be it. That can't be it. So to not defer, because listen, if you give up the touchdown, oh, now we need a touchdown. And then we, and then we can only tie. Sure. But the Chiefs gave up the field goal and then got the touchdown and beat you. 
So it didn't matter who had the ball third. And I'm not saying, like, I'm not being like, oh, Monday morning quarterback or, oh, look at it with, uh, you know, Rose. In real time, I'm saying, how do you take the ball? I think everybody was saying, how do you take the ball? Does he know the rules? And it turns out a lot of Niners players did not know the rules, which is insane to me. That's insane. How do you not know the rules? It's the Super Bowl. So, now it makes sense that McNabb didn't know the rules. <laughs> okay? Um, but, yeah, I'd say, listen, to wrap up this NFL season, I know people could say scripted or rigged. There's no script. It's not rigged. I, I made this point, and I think I made this point before on the show, but I saw a study or, or a report that, you know, to fake the moon landing, uh, the U.S. government would have to have 400,000 people involved, apparently, in the, consp- in the, in the cover-up of to fake it. That's insane. You know, we went to the moon, right? Um, how many people do you think they would have to have it rigged? A lot. And you think nobody's saying anything with everything that's on the line? Please. So I don't want to hear it's rigged. I don't want to hear it's Taylor Swift. Listen, I'm not getting away young love. I'm not knocking Taylor. But let's not act like it's Taylor Swift Super Bowl, what people are saying, right? It's not That's not fair. Uh, good for her. Good for Travis. Like, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of both of theirs. So, like, let's not get crazy here for a second. But I just don't like um, – I don't know. The outrage to Taylor has gotten crazy. You know, like, what should be enjoying? Like, so little girls can watch football with their dads. Have you not figured that out yet, Pozos? Come on. What are we doing? So I don't mind what she's showing. Um, Blake Lively in, like, a jumpsuit, like, looking. I, that's crazy. God bless. Well, they look like they had a nice time. So uh, who's who are we? Who am I to say Taylor Swift's not allowed to have a nice time at the Super Bowl celebration? But who am I? Let them have a nice time. So I'm gonna let them have a nice time. Hopefully they enjoyed Usher. I saw they got booed in Post Malone, and then she chugged a beer and got cheered. So that's a good turnaround. That's how you win the crowd back. Everybody knows that. So she studied. She studied up. Her PRs. Her PR knows her stuff. All right. So we say goodbye to the NFL season. I'm sure there'll be headlines and, and contracts and free agency in the draft. So we'll talk more NFL soon and shortly, but. Um, the show will flip to soccer and college basketball, really. Um, so yeah, so let's talk some soccer. Weekend soccer recap. EPL first, Man City and Everton. And Everton did a really good job for about, what, 68 minutes of keeping Man City at bay. And then Kevin De Bruyne came on and Erling Holland got a, a bruise. So City went it 2-0. Uh, Everton not really threatening. And then City just... Found away, which they normally do. Liverpool beat Burnley 3-1. Diego Jota got the scoring started, and then a Shea equalizer. Diaz made it 2-1, and then Nunez got Liverpool's third. Wolves, Brentford. Brentford 2-0. Norgard and Tony, the goal scorers, away for Brentford at the Monley U, so a big win for them. Tottenham, Brighton. Tottenham went to 2-1. Gross penalty got the scoring starter. Van de Ven stepped on. That was a good call um, on him. Saar, an equalizer, and then the sewn ball across to Brennan Johnson, stoppage time winner for Ange's Spurs. Luton Town, Sheffield United, Sheffield United on the road, win it 3-1. Archer, McEntee, a Morris Penn made it 2-1, but then Vinicius Sousa um, 
Makes it three one. Fulham Bournemouth. Fulham win it three one. Decord over Reed. Munoz made it two 0 Fulham. Senesai brought one back, but then Munoz got his brace to make it three one. Forest Newcastle. Newcastle win it three two. Bruno Gimarash got Newcastle off the mark. Alanga made it 1-1. Shar 2-1 for Newcastle. Hudson and Doy found another equalizer for Forrest, but then Bruno Gimarash for his brace made it 3-2 and got the winner. Sunday, West Ham, Arsenal. Arsenal went at 6-0 at the London Stadium. Saliba, Saka from the spot. Gabriel, Trossard, Saka again, and then Declan Rice. Oh my God, what a goal that was against his former club. Classy to not celebrate from Declan, the former captain. So, West Ham getting bludgeoned at home. Villa, Man U, Man U turn around again. Um, I understand they went up 1-0, but then Douglas Luiz equalized and then Matamani off the bench. So Man U 2-1. Hoyland got another goal. He's 5-5 five five in the Prem um, in this little winning streak for United. He's done well. He's done well. Give him credit. Douglas Luiz, an equalizer for Villa, set Villa Park on fire, but then McTominay off the bench scores another big goal. Where would Manchester United be without Scott McTominay? I really wonder because um, I've been saying McTominay over Fred for years. I've been saying you got to play McTominay, just see what he's got. Like all this guy does is score goals and big goals. So if I get you want to just keep him at the super sub, fine. We can have that conversation, but at some point he's got to get into the eleven, right? At some point. But a good win for Man U. Give him credit. And then Monday, Crystal Palace, Chelsea at Selhurst Park. Chelsea went at 3-1. A Lerma goal gave Crystal Palace a first half lead. But then Gallagher. Gallagher again. The second was a stoppage time winner. And then Enzo Fernandez, an insurance goal, made it 3-1. La Liga, the showdown. Real Madrid, Gerona. We'll go back to EPL real quick. Liverpool back to first. City still have a game at hand. So City win their game at hand. Liverpool will be a point back. And Arsenal would be three points back of City, if I'm not mistaken, if they won. Um, or no, four. Sorry. Uh, La Liga, Real Madrid, Girona in the showdown. Real Madrid win a 4-0. Vinicius, Bellingham, Brace, Rodrigo. They lose Bellingham to injury, so we'll talk about that in a second for Champions League. But in the big showdown, one versus two, Girona not ready for it at the Bernabeu, and Real Madrid win a 4-0. Sevilla, 1-0 over Atletico and Barcelona, Granada. He could probably kiss Barcelona's title hopes goodbye with some of the results they've had. 3-3, they draw with Granada and Barcelona. Syria, Inter beat Roma 4-2. Milan beat Napoli at home 1-0 on Mateo Hernandez going. Unesi upset Juventus in Turin 1-0. Bundesliga, Dortmund Freiburg. Dortmund went at 3-0. Augsburg, Rebel Leipzig 2-2. And then the showdown, Leverkusen Munich. Leverkusen at home, gigantic win, 3-0. Shut down Kane. Uh, didn't let Bayern have a sniff, and then got three big goals. So give Chavi Alonso credit. Leverkusen flying. Ligue 1, PSG win it 3-1 over the Lee. And then the AFCON final, you had Nigeria, Ivory Coast, and Ivory Coast. Ivory Coast sacked their manager in the group stage, got to the final, and win the final. 2-1 over Nigeria. Kessier had an equalizer after Nigeria had gone up 1-0. And then Sebastian Hilaire, the winner in the 81st minute for Cote d'Ivoire. In the AFCON. Champions League round of 16 first legs. You got Rebel Leipzig, Real Madrid uh, for Rebel Leipzig. Adario, is that his name? Adara? Adara is out. So you should, should have almost Simmons, Appenda should be good to go. Real Madrid news. Cachua, Militao, Alaba, Bellingham all out. Rudiger, Nacho, doubtful. So in the 11 possibility, you got Choumeni at center back unless Nacho and Rudiger could both go because you might have Choumeni and one of those guys if not. 
Chomeny and somebody else that's out of position at center back for Carlo Ancelotti. But he does have a lot of midfielders uh, between Chomeny, Valverde, Camavinga. Bellingham's now out. Uh, he still has Cruz. He still has Modric, as we know. Brahimi Diaz can play in the midfield a little bit, but then they get Mbappe at the end of this season for next season. And the attacking threats are Vinicius. He's playing 4-4-2. I mean, this is, it's crazy. He's playing 4-4-2. Um, so that's one of the matches on Tuesday. Then you also have Copenhagen, Man City. And the news here, no injuries for Man City. So Pep has the full squad to pick from, which means he'll have full rotation between these games and the Prem, and he'll be able to... Um, not rest guys, but strategically sub, strategically start here and there. So um, that's the real concern for a lot of teams like Liverpool and a lot of teams in Champions League for uh, hoping City doesn't do the back-to-back there. Lazio and Bayern Munich on Wednesday. Bayern have a ton of injury concerns. Coleman, Gnabry, Limer, Saar, Peretz, all out. Davies and Zaragoza are doubtful. And... Lazio have some injury concerns as well, but they will be in Rome for this first leg. And Bayern coming off a loss. Bayern are a team that win trophies by default and win the Bundesliga almost by default. They're getting challenged there. Does that mean they can, you know, pull one out in Champions League? We'll see. Then you have PSG and Real Sociedad. Kempempe, Nuno Mendes, and Skinner all out on the back line for PSG as they are saying goodbye to Mbappe at the end of the season. All right, college basketball, Alabama and Auburn. Auburn, a big win over their in-state rivals in the Iron Bowl on the hardwood. Creighton, Providence. Providence, a big win at home. Rutgers scored a gigantic win over Wisconsin. Uh, since they've let the kid play, they're 4-0. So they should have let the kid play. That's ridiculous. Classic NCAA. There's a, everybody's transferring. They don't let this kid be eligible. Please, what a joke. Uh, so that was a big win for Rutgers. Michigan State knocked off Illinois. I told you about this Michigan State team. They are good. Izzo is unbelievable as a coach. We know that. And I'm telling you, this Michigan State team is going to be a factor in that league and going forward. Okay? Florida knocked off Auburn after Auburn was coming off that big win. Bama. Gonzaga scored a gigantic win over Rupp. I think that's the third home loss in a row at Rupp for Kentucky, like who rarely loses at home, let alone two, let alone two in a row, and let alone three, and now three in a row, which is crazy. Iowa State beat TCU at home, and then you had Marquette knocking off St. John's in Wisconsin. Matchup of the two ranked teams on Saturday in the Big 12, Kansas and Baylor. Kansas escaped 64-61. Baylor had a couple looks to tie the game late. And Kansas was playing good ball, and Baylor was kind of out of it until in the first half they had a five-point possession where a shooter was fouled in the corner, and Bill Self got a technical. Five free throws. Pretty crazy. All right, games this week. You got Kansas, Texas Tech early in the week. You got Marquette Butler in the Big East. OU Baylor, and then... Kentucky has to find a way to win a basketball game, and they welcome in Ole Miss into Rupp. All right, over the golf. At the Waste Management Phoenix Open, a wild one. Nick Taylor wins at the Canadian. He had frost delays, cold temps, 27-plus holes on Sunday. Scheffler with a good finish in an effort for three in a row. So a really, really uh, interesting tournament on the course. And now this stuff off the – so the fans – yeah, the video of Zach Johnson freaking out. Yeah, the video of Billy Horschel freaking out. I think Spieth might have said something to some fans as well. 
with Greller maybe. So listen, um, you can't advertise it as the People's Open, the party hole, the party tournament, and then not expect people to get absolutely bombed. And also, golf has let in a lot of people that might not have liked golf or might not have been into golf because of the pandemic, and that was one of the only things you could do was golf, which is great. Like, it's outstanding that you're getting people into the game, but that also comes with, like, a lot of people that shouldn't get into the game. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that couldn't tell you what a birdie or a par or bogey was, you know, especially on Saturday going there, but they got absolutely bombed and ruined the time for a lot of people. Like, could you imagine? Like, it's not like I see a lot of kids but you see kids at these tournaments and like with their families and with their dad and like, could you imagine seeing a guy like peeing his pants in one of those tents? Like that one video or like the people like being walked out. Like it's like a war zone, like on their shoulders. Like what the hell are we doing? What are we doing? So I I guess that's what you advertise is what you get when you're like party hole, all that stuff. Sure. But we we also got to do a little better, right? So I don't know. I mean, I've been to just the Barclays or the Northern Trust, whatever you want to call it. Um, have I been to anything else? No, I don't think so, PGA tournament-wise. So I don't know. I just – it's it's pretty wild. It was a wild tournament. Scheffler got hot and got, got interesting there, but Nick Taylor – Beats off Hoffman. Um, so, listen. Golf's in a weird spot. The PGA Tour's in a weird spot. The majors are in a weird spot. But, like, if you still have some good golf and some interesting stuff, people are going to talk about the sport. But right now, they're not. They're not talking about it. They're not talking about it. So, they're talking about people getting kicked out of the, of the, uh, the People's Open. So, next week. Or this week on the schedule, you got the Genesis Open at Riv, which is one of the great tournaments at one of the great courses on tour. And Tiger Woods back in the field, another good field. And uh, we'll look forward to that one on Thursday. So more soccer, more college basketball as we say goodbye to the NFL season until like free agency and draft, I'm sure, with all the jobs taken and all that stuff. So, all right, Mahomes, the Chiefs, a dynasty officially and an end to the NFL season. Soccer and college basketball will take us the rest of the way until summer, I'm pretty sure. So until then, everybody, have a good week. I'll talk to you Thursday. Until then, peace. That's the name of it? Guys, check out his podcast. That sounds like my kind of podcast. Football, 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 and sometimes other sports show. Sounds like me.